It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy, and it's about people. It's about. It's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept: uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force. That sort of controls our destiny,、uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence, great pace, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang bang and people fall over and are dead, but you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Hello, welcome back to Generation Skywalker. This is our Echo Live roundup from the recent event、uh, and what an event it was. And here to talk about the event with me, I have got Mark. Good evening, Mark. Good evening. I've got Jez. Good evening, Jez. Evening. And I've got Craig. Good evening, Craig. Hello. So Echo Live, first one in 2022. Now should have prepped this a bit better because I can't think what the date was. I want to guess. The first of April. Second. Second of April. Of course, it was. We travelled down on the first, with you all trying to be funny, playing jokes. But、uh, that's that's another thing for another day. Now, boys, it was a great event, wasn't it? I mean, Echo was back, a new venue. It was an old B and M's, I believe. It was a great floor, wasn't it? Would you all agree? Hundred percent. Probably the the best position yet, I would say. Echo ten,、yeah. ten out of ten. It was awesome. Yeah, it's going to be hard for them to beat that. Yeah, it was brilliant. I think just it being so square in that one room, it was just it just made more of an atmosphere. I think. I like the sound of that. Boys, before we get too much into into the event, did we purchase anything? I I did. Yeah, I bought a few bits.、Um, the most notable thing was、um, Palatoy Forty Five B Dengar, which. I don't know if anybody knows this, but 45B Dengar is a very tough one to find. I was down on the Friday setting up, hoping to set the Generation Skywalker stand up, and I was、uh, having a quick walk round, and I saw it there lying on the table for 120 quid, and snapped it straight up. And this is the one with the、um, the black border around the Empire logo, and it got a Palatoy Neon Num sticker on the back. So yeah, very very happy with that purchase.、Uh, that's gone straight in the collection. Um, well, a couple of other bits, but that was that was number one purchase. That was yeah, what an absolutely great 
steal for for that then given it given its sort of rarity i mean that's a great find yeah no very very pleased with that it's it's one of those things that you know when you stand at a table and you you see something in the corner of your eye and you can't quite believe what it is and then you pick it up and you look at the price and you think oh my god i couldn't get the money out fast enough i like the sound of that I mean, you love Denga, Mark. Why, why isn't there a Denga focus going on? Do, do you know something, mate? You know what I did when I got back? Go I, I went out and I bought, you know, the you know the gentle giant jumbo figures? Oh, yes, yeah. Uh, somebody somebody was selling a Denga, one of those, and I thought, do you know what? I'm going to have to get it, aren't I? And I, I, I think I found myself having a bit of a Denga fo- focus. Yeah, it's nice bits to pick for Denga, isn't there? You, you know, I know the mailer's pretty rare, but you must already have a few bits and pieces. I've got the mailer, I've got the 45A, and now I've got the 45B, and a couple of other bits, and our swag, which I'll talk about later. Yeah, brilliant. Love that. Great start. Uh, Jez, anything for you? Any dodgy dealings in car parks? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, mate, I was delighted to be able to enhance my Luke X-Wing collection, and enhance it indeed, because I've got myself a Palatoy 45C, so that's the uh, the first of the Return of the Jedi line, uh, Palatoy, Luke X-Wing. You know, someone could look at this and just go, oh, that's just a, a Luke X-Wing. But they are so hard to find. They, you know, these are very few and far between. You know, I, I know of a, a handful of people, tops, who've got one of these. So I, I was delighted. It, it was a long time coming for that one. Uh, but it was, yeah, a deal in a car park. How are you? Great. How's it going? Hey, you coming up with I'll us? be right up there with you. And have I got stories to tell you? Are you sure you can handle this shit, sir? Luke is the best bush pilot in the outer rim territories. You'll do all right. Thank you, sir. I'll try. I gotta get aboard. We'll hear all your stories when we get back, all right? Right. Hey, Biggs. I told you I'd make it someday. You'll be like old times, Luke. They'll never stop us. <laughs> I was so pleased to get that. I got a, uh, a 30B card back because I don't think I'm ever going to get a Palatoy 30B Luke X-Wing. Uh, so I got the card back, kind of next best thing. And I also got a load of uh, acrylic, uh, not just from GW Acrylic, but from, uh, I did a pre-order there, but I got some others as well whilst I was there. I just thought, all right, I'll see how it goes. Oh, and a couple of stands as well. And I won something, but we'll uh, we'll get onto that later, I'm sure. Red 5 standing by. Luck air spoils in attack position. Good day. It was a good day. And Craig, I'm, I mean, you were busy, 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 busy filming quite a bit of footage. Did you get a chance to, to go and uh, spend any pennies? I did. I did. Well, I went I went to the event with a, with a small shopping list from friend of the show, Darren Heyman, and I managed to pick him up a lovely R5-D4, which he asked me to find for him because he couldn't make it. Um, but I treated myself. I treated myself to a beautiful Return of the Jedi by logo TIE Fighter, which is something I've mentioned on the show before that kind of completes the bulk of the boxed Palatoy run. But this was a stunning example that I got from uh, from Tom Scaife at Yubnub Toys. It's, I mean, the box looks like it just came off the shelf yesterday. It's got the inserts in there. It's got the instructions. And, the, and you know, the stickers are applied, but the ship itself looks like it's never been played with. So I was really, really pleased with that. And the night before, when you guys were were down, you sent me, you sent me a video of a letter set scrapbook 
that was full. So it was obviously some child's passion project from back in the day that had it had some of the serialization from uh, national newspapers. It had some clippings from looking. It had pretty much a full set of Lions Made uh, lolly wrappers, although they've been they've been cut down. They weren't complete wrappers, but they were cut down and stuck in. And and you, you sent me that saying, check this out. You you know you've got to see this. And about half an hour later, somebody else <laughs> sent me the same thing. So I'm clearly the used <laughs> letter set scrapbook guy. But it was priced quite high for me i mean i i bought these things before i've got a rough idea in my head kind of what they're worth and i thought i said to myself if it's still there at the end of the day and somebody hasn't snapped it up i'll go back and see what deal could be done and sure enough it was still there and a deal was done so i walked away with that as well which is great so i will be showcasing that on a generation skywalker platform in some way shape or form in the future because it's just it's just really cool there's some nice bits in it isn't there like some like typewriter yeah, that's right. There's some, uh, at the end. So, so whoever's put this together has either taken these serializations that they did, or or chunks of the novel, and and typed out little synopses of the of the plot. I mean, it's not complete. They obviously got bored of it, but but there's probably four or five little passages that they've they've um, tapped out on a typewriter and cut out and stuck in the back of this uh, of this scrapbook. So, out of all the ones I've got, it is a particularly nice example. When I saw that video, I was like, oh, I fancy that myself. <laughs> it it really is. It, it's just really so well put together. I um yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy you sharing some of that because oh yeah, that'll definitely bring back some memories. Good on you, mate. I'm glad. And that uh yeah, and your first purchase, yeah, that's very clean, very nice. I have a couple of um scrapbooks which have been filled by, you know, some child back at that period. There's there is a real charm to going through it i mean that's somebody's time that's that was their childhood passion i mean it, it, they are a nice collection it's great that you're collecting them now craig so i'm hoping that that, that focus will also really blossom yeah yeah i'm really excited i mean it's they are such documents of of a time of an era you know those tiny little snippets from the newspaper were so important to us back then you know so we kept them because we didn't we didn't have it on disney plus at our fingertips so anything to do with star wars would you know if it didn't have a home and if it was flat it got stuck in one of these scrapbooks and i've probably i'm probably into double figures with them now and they are really interesting the content of them is not always star wars so i've got one return of the jedi one which is full of um you know like we all used to play the recorder at school it's, it's full of recorder music and that in itself is just great. You know, again, it's sort of very much of that time. I've got one that's full of football scores. So it, it is really interesting to see what story they're telling. It's quite a social history, really. Yeah, love it. Love it. What about you, Stu? What did you get? Not a great, great deal. So I, I bought um, a piece of Sigma off Todd Chamberlain several months ago, the Darth Vader frame, which is so hard to find. I've only ever seen one over up for sale. So uh, Ed Newborn that down for me we'd got two packaged over and uh he delivered that and mark baker who i don't think he was planning to sell his yoda salt and pepper pots but he he knew was aware that i'm getting to near the end of my focus on sigma and he, he bought them along and we had a little chat and he gave me a good deal for them uh very happy so that takes me down to just three pieces of sigma so i came away pretty pretty happy with that because that's getting so close to being finished it's um yeah, kind of keeps driving me to look, but uh, the three pieces I need don't come up very often. So that's going to be a watch this space. And uh, 
I bought three pictures off you, Mark, which were lovely. Dave, Dave Perillo, is it? The artist? Dave Perillo, yeah, Dave Perillo. The um, original trilogy uh, sequence. Fantastic illustrator. has got a real unique style. Really quite humorous. And they were screen prints and they were gifted to me by Acme Archives when they were released. And they were matching numbers, which is quite unusual. And they were on my boys' bedroom wall for a long time. And uh, after a while, he just got bored. Uh, so we took them down, and they've been down the side of a wardrobe for a couple of years. And I just thought, it seems such a shame to leave them like that, nobody looking at them. So uh, I, I took them down, and uh, you snapped them up. He did. I mean, we, me and you set up on Friday, and um, you put them out. And I thought, oh, they're really nice. They're really, you know, they're vibrant colours. There's three of them in total, one for each of the OT films. There was a real charm to them, and... Uh, then we came to the Saturday and I kept I kept seeing them and I was thinking, oh, they are nice, they are nice. And people kept looking at them. And I think around lunchtime, I um, I sent them to the missus thinking, oh, she'd probably just poo poo it. But I was like, these look really nice on the staircase because I'm in the middle of decorating my hall stairs and landing. And she just came back to me and went, oh, yeah, yeah, they would. So I was kind of like, oh, brilliant. So win-win, mate, yeah. They will be uh, going up my stairs. So next time you're around, you can go and um, just stroke them one last time. Yeah, some nice nice pickups there. Everyone's uh, seems to have picked something up that's made them happy, which is which is great. Yeah, brilliant. I probably would have bought more if I'd got out to look properly on the shop floor, but I never really went and had a what I would call a proper proper look. something not much but it could be a life form commander skywalker do you copy this is rogue two i mean we all walk around that floor what did we see on the on the shop floor that was fascinating let, let, let's kick off with it because it's out there there was a palatoy vinyl cape jawa carded and it's going to cost you something extra 38 thousand pounds we can almost buy our own ship for that we can pay you two thousand now plus 15 when we reach alderman 17 i mean that that price is just astonishing i mean it's only six seven years ago that we didn't know these existed on card what are people's thoughts mark as a as a palatoy heavy palatoy man what, what what did you think of it and you know that kind of price tag I, I I think he'll be waiting an awful long time to achieve that kind of money for it. it. This was one that was sold not long ago as well, wasn't it? For nowhere near that kind of money. So I I, I, I think it was optimistic to say the least. But I guess you can only come down and you can always come down in price. You can never go back up. But £38,000 to me for a figure like that is just as rare and as beautiful as it is. It's, it's an awful lot of money. You've got to have, you've got to be able to really not even blink at spending that kind of money on a, on an action figure. And uh, those kinds of people, whilst they do exist, are very few and far between. And I just can't imagine anybody strolling around Echo Live with forty grand in the, the back pocket prepared to um, stump up that kind of money. So, uh, yeah, nice, nice piece. Don't get me wrong, rare piece. You know, you won't see many of them, but. Very, very uh, optimistic on price, I think. 
Do you think it was priced like that because maybe didn't really want to sell it, but if someone came in with stupid money, then would sell it, kind of? Yeah, I guess so. I don't know what his motivations were for, for selling it. Like I say, it, it had only changed hands relatively recently, so we haven't had it very long. How long have you had these? About three or four seasons. They're up for sale if you want them. You can go about your business. Move along. Move along. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I don't know what his motivations were for selling it. What is my, where did he get that price figure from? Because what have you got to gauge on it? Because, you know, the last one that sold was, was that one, that exact one. So, yeah, very, very difficult uh, one to piece. Maybe he didn't want to sell it. Sometimes dealers take pieces out of their own collection that's, you know, really rare, and they will put them on the table as a bit of a sort of come and look at my table sort of thing, get people over, get people talking, and if they get, uh, you know, an obscene amount of money for it, then they, they sell it or, you know, they put an obscene amount of money on something just so that it won't sell, like you say, Stu. So, uh, yeah, there's, there's possibly that. There's only one way of finding out, and that's to ask the guy. Yeah, yeah. So what else do we see? Anyone notice anything? Well, like, like you say, I walked around with, with the camera several times, so I, I'm, I'm noticing different things, like that dude just scowled at me. I can't use that bit of footage. So it, it, I, I view these shows through a strange lens. I mean, I can categorically say there was an overwhelming amount of vintage there, you know, a high proportion of, uh, of, of lovely vintage stuff. And a wall of hot toys. That was unmissable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was nice to see actually, wasn't it? Because you go to a lot of events, you don't see a great, great deal of hot toys. So to see a stand just rammed with it, yeah, it was virtually the whole wall. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's probably safe to say that if you're into Star Wars and you collect any era or any area of Star Wars, Echo Live is head and tails the best show you can attend. Yeah, I, th- I think for um, I think if you're a collector, I, I think you're right. I think I mean, we're saying there's loads of vintage there. There was a good good shout of modern as well, wasn't there? There was, it was all stuff. Yeah, modern, modern was well paid for. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you know the room as well. Just you know, we talked about that at the start, but but having those sight lines, you know, everywhere you looked was just full of Star Wars, and it had NEC vibes. You know, it was that it was that big. And just to sort of look across and, and, and see all the Star Wars there was just uh, quite phenomenal, really. It was well spaced out as well, wasn't it? There was loads of space between dealer tables. Such a luxury. Loads of floor space. You know, you, 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 I never felt at one particular point that we it was getting rammed, although it was very, very busy. And, you know, you could see see people at all times. But at no, not one point were you walking around thinking, oh, God, there's, there's too many people in this bit and I, and I need to get away. The aisles were nice and wide enough. It was just really well done, really well laid out. And um, let's keep our fingers crossed that the, the one later this year uh, is in the same spot. You're right. They, they had given loads, I mean, from going from a corridor to, to those aisles, which were lovely and wide. But, I mean, Tom's case stall was brilliant. And he did cause absolute congestion in that, in that opening bit from the front door. Because I, I went to get some coffees near the start and everyone was just round his table. And it was just like, OK, uh, <laughs> it's uh, just as well it's not in the corridor. He got blitzed. He did. He did. He had some lovely stuff, didn't he? There was some great items in there. What I saw was 64 vendors from 170 tables. 
So yeah, 64 different people or, or, or groups there selling their wares and there was something for everyone. So at the same time, whilst you had that vinyl Cape Jawa Palatoy, um, super expensive, there were beaters, there were little badges, there was stuff for kids, weren't there? There was stuff for every pocket, every taste. So I saw lots of sellers, I saw lots of happy people, uh, cosplayers, you know, the the artists, the actors, um, just, just saw lots of uh, positivity, but yeah, just an absolute sea of stuff. What I did see is um, GW Acrylic right by the disco speakers. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I think they must have had a headache come the end of the day because those guys were really, really feeling the full force of the uh, of the music. But um, yeah, 64 vendors. Incredible. That is, that is incredible. That is incredible. And uh, I was talking to Adam and he, he, like he said, you know, when you move into a new venue, you're not quite sure how you can lay the tables out. But actually, there's room in there for more vendors. You know, there's room in there to expand even bigger. Yeah, they're, they're doing a fantastic job. Echo Station 5-7, we're on our way. Go and check out our video and also the enhanced version of this. I'm sure there's lots and lots of footage of some of those stands because uh, there really was some exceptional pieces on show. So we did speak to many uh, many people on the day. So we're going to go over to our first three interviews. First of all, up, we're going to have uh, Mark Baker, who I caught up with, who was um, buying and selling on the day. Uh, we then got Craig. You spoke with uh, previous guests, Richard and Seth Elwell, who were, were hunting a yak face, I believe, during, uh, during the day. And Jez, we're also going to hear from uh, an interview you did with Chris Lawrence about starting to collect Star Wars and buying an Echo. So uh, let's head over to those three interviews. Echo Base, I've got something. Not much, but it could be a life form. Right, now I'm here with Mark Baker. Good afternoon, Mark. Good afternoon, Stuart. Right, Echo, you're traded. How's it been? Uh, it's been absolutely fantastic. I've been saying to people, you know, when I set up yesterday and I saw everybody's £1,000 mocks and £500 ships and I saw all my random tat, I thought nobody's going to want this, but I've done really, really well. People have been throwing money at me. This event's good for that, isn't it? I mean, there's all. Yeah. I've been walking around, and there's some tables are just like things for a quid. Yeah. So kids coming here. Well, then I, th got the I think collectors. that's where I've, I've sort, of, sort of paid off for me because I've I've had the families coming around. I've been giving stuff away for free and have that for a pound, and all these pounds add up, and it makes space and keeps the wife happy. <laughs> so you have to go and declare. Well, it's a bit honestly, love. I made eighty pound this time out. It's a bit strange that well, somebody's just sold me something, and that's took a, a big niche out of my profits. I'm sure it's a lovely piece. What have you bought? Well, I've just bought off a, off a Mr. Skinner, no less, <laughs> um, a Hot Toys Yoda, which is, seems to be my new addiction. Forget oh. the vintage; that's so last year. Yeah, we're all the same. It's all about the, the Hot Toys now. Anything so, else you've seen that you're tempted to go well, back to? Well, I everything's quite expensive. Um, I don't know when you're in the middle of the zone buying everything money's no object but when you step back a bit you're like do I really want to pay £500 for this mock yeah. so yeah I'm a bit sort of tighter with my money yeah, nowadays you can choose it now haven't you yeah you, um, where, where is your collecting at? Uh, I've expanded like the universe and now I'm contracting because I've got to my full capacity <laughs> my wife says don't come back with anything else so I'm just trying to get to Loose figures, mint on cards, maybe a couple of nice hot toys on display, um, and I'm trying to get rid of all my random tat that I bought 
basically if you had Star Wars on I bought it in the past and now I'm trying to be more selective well you done me a, a massive favour today as well uh, supply me with one of my missing Sigma pieces which is oh, yeah. I massively that. massively appreciated so yeah. um, well it's gone yeah. to a good home the hot sauce only cost you 100 quid really when you look at it yeah true <laughs> Yeah, and, a One, and, a and, a and it's a Yoda for a Yoda. There you go, yeah. And that's bigger than... Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Well, Mark, I hope you have a great night tonight out on the pier. I'm sure, I'm shots, sure I will. And um, we'll catch up with you again soon. Brilliant, thank you, mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Commander Skywalker, do you copy? This is Rogue Two. Good morning. Nice of you guys to drop by. So I'm here with uh, Richard and Seth Elwell, who you may remember from, can you remember what episode it was? God, it should be ingrained in your memory. It was about March. Check that interview out, it was really good. So um, have you had a good day at Echo, Seth? Uh, yeah, I have, thanks. Um, we're looking for a yak face, but we can't find it. When we spoke on the interview, how many figures were you shy of the collection? Easily 40, 40 short. Yeah. And we've, so since then we've bought a lot, haven't we? We've bought a lot of figures. Um, and the elusive yak face is the one that we... Uh, we spotted one today and we've missed out through the dithering. Dad was being You dithered. dithered? Well, that was, your, that was a rookie mistake. <laughs> it's got away and we're very disappointed, aren't we? So. so you're obviously tracking yak face prices at the minute. Is that good? Yeah, anything from ooh, with weapon up to 500. Of course, you don't need a weapon if you're going to go, you know, for the UK edition. I don't, I don't even think my yak face has got a, a weapon. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, it's the same weapon as Nikto. Yeah. 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 So I'm not too worried about, even without a weapon, 275, yeah. we've seen one. But we saw one here today and we dithered and we've missed out and I'm gutted. But apart from that, it's been really, really good. Isn't it? Yeah. So 40-odd figures in what 18 months a year that's going some i mean where where have you got most of it from ebay or places like this ebay um looking hard on ebay um a few swaps oh swapsies see part of the community now then you swaps in with people yeah just there's figures that we originally bought in a job lot that were perhaps a little bit damaged we've replaced yeah so yeah but we've got a good it looks really good in the cabinet now you know the cabinet we've got it's fantastic so. yeah you got we got one of drews haven't you yeah yeah one of the drew cabinets so yeah just one more to go so when yak face finally arrives and it will happen seth it's just a matter of time and patience what's next um to buy him really yeah yeah and then finish off the cabinet yeah does it remind me does the cabinet have like jabber and the rebo band and things like that it has, band. It has the rebo band but not Jabba's place. So you take the Rebo band off, yeah? Are you counting that as your, yeah, your loose? Yeah. We haven't got all the microphones and the, you know, the flute. The thing. Yeah. Yeah. But we've got a Max Rebo band. Yeah. And we want a few more ships, I think, as well. Well, I think the thing with ships is you can hang them from your ceiling. <laughs> we will be. Yeah. 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 You want some ships, don't you? Yeah, I do. So what, sh what ship out of all of them would you go for first? What do you gravitate towards? Probably, um, I don't know. I quite like the Death Star. But Millennium Falcon. Yeah, maybe the Millennium Falcon as well. The Palatoy Death Star. Um, 
yeah. sounds expensive. It's a it's a lovely it's a lovely toy. It's a lovely toy. The the ship I always wanted as a kid, but and and the one I gravitated to when I started collecting as an adult was the cloud car. Yeah, we've seen a couple of cloud cars. Yeah, it's a nice thing. I actually like the cloud pilot as a figure. Yeah, yeah. Very I think there, there's something a bit Art Deco about it, and it's and it's a different colour to all the other ships because yeah. they're all they're all grey, aren't they? Yeah, it's like that sort of terracotta colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe a cloud car to be uh, an easy one to tick off. Yeah, it will. <laughs> in, in, in lieu of Yak Face, we'll get a little ship. What about that? That sounds like a brilliant idea. Well, I'll let you go. Because it's still, I mean, what time is it now? It must be sort of two, three o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, it's still, still plenty of people around. It's still busy. Deals to be done. Deals to be done. So I'll let you go. Thanks again for talking to us. And see, uh, you. see you at the next one. <laughs> Echo Base, this is Rogue Two. I found them. Repeat, I found them. Chris Lawrence, someone who's been on the Blakesley for quite a while now, at least what mid 2000s. Or yeah, so so I started sort of 2000. Uh, literally, it was at university, and there was a, a show on uh, in Leeds, and uh, went round. There was lots of vintage there, and it just brought back so much memories. Uh, so when I got back home, I sort of thought. I've got. I'm, I'm sure I've got some of these. So I sort of asked, asked uh, sort of my parents, and they said, "Well, just go up there and have a look in the loft. I'm sure there's something." So, so I went up to the loft and found like a, a bulk sort of collection of uh, loose vintage. Oh, brilliant! Uh, so I got them down, and we. I showed my brother, who was also a collector at the time, yep. and we were arguing over who was whose and right, okay. et cetera, et cetera. So we ended up splitting splitting it up. Um, and I, I think I had four, four or five figures. Obviously, when I was younger, didn't have too much money in the sort of family, so yeah. so it was sort of one or two figures. Went into sort of Lewis's in Birmingham, occasionally just picking one or two up. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, so I, so I collected. So we found these, and then that started the buzz. Um, and then gradually over the years, I've sort of picked picked up loose collection mainly loose um, but I have started to pick up some mint on cards but obviously the prices at the moment yeah. um, it's quite t- tricky. tricky yeah there's a couple um, of good ones here today yeah I've yeah seen, seen. yeah I have looked yeah I've sort of been up and down and uh, there's some it, it's yeah mind-blowing it's the amount of vintage yeah I've been to collector fairs before you know memorabilia and things like that in the past and this is just a different thing. You see this my yeah. stores in one area. Yeah, yeah it's theme. just, you know, it, it, you, your head's just blown with the amount of stuff. It's, you know, you're not sure exactly what to uh, pick up. But I have got a, I've got a shopping list of what I want to complete my loose run. Yeah. I'm very close to doing it. Um, it's just, you know, there's some of the, uh, some of the accessories are quite difficult. Um, quite a few black palace blasters yeah. and. Endor, yeah. Endor blaster. After a couple of rebel yeah. ones myself. Um, yeah. uh, com, cloud car pilot. Uh-huh. Comlink. You know, tricky. Uh, but I'll get there. And I'm not, you know, there's no time span on this. I'd rather, you know, take a long time to, to, to sort of get, it, get what I want. Brilliant. And eventually, I do want to sort of display it. But at the moment, it's all up in the loft. There's a small collection 
sort of downstairs on one of the bedroom shelves. Um, you know, what collecting room as I call it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, well, it's great. It's to a see great. You yeah. As we do as collectors, we have yeah, and yeah. You go away. Um, you know, family, yeah. family's most important, and you know, and sometimes you come and go, but it's always there. It's always in the back of your head. Yeah. And you, you know, if you go into a charity shop, or I know it, you, you can't find them now. Yeah. But you know, you see something, and it just sparks. Yeah. And, and birthdays and Christmases as well spark things. Yeah. You know, you used to buy them when you were younger, so that's when you know. I sort of spark up and uh, this is my first echo um, so yeah it, and at the moment it's brilliant brilliant we'll get amongst us see what you can find if you do come out of a bargain or get that yeah 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 come back and let us I've know. got an absolute wad of duplicates and um, to trade so I'm trying to I'll find try and find someone uh, who uh, who will want to pick some up and do a bit of swaps? Duplicate what? Duplicate what? Figures? Figures? Or, yeah, oh, I've oh, got really? absolute loads of stuff in here. <laughs> okay. Um, some rare and some not so rare, but you know. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. But Listen, great. Thanks ever so much, Chris. Have a great day. Yeah. Thank and, you. Uh, and yeah, make sure you keep on listening to Generation Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, we will nice do. One. Thank you, mate. Brilliant. Can I just say, yeah, about an hour before we came on this recording, Seth sent me a photograph of his brand new yak face all in its place in his uh, in his Drew Teg cabinet. So mission accomplished. Ah, oh, brilliant! Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant. It's great. It's great. I mean, that whole interview. If people haven't listened to that, and you want a, a kind of a heartwarming interview, go go and listen to that because Seth Elwell. How old, Seth Craig? I think he was was he eleven at the time we interviewed him. He's yeah. eleven, so so it's a, the whole interview is he got this eleven year old boy. His dad was a, a Star Wars fan, had the toys back when he was young, and they're basically putting a loose set together again. And um, it's fantastic that you've got an eleven year old uh, focusing on vintage collecting. So uh, do go and check out that um, that interview if you if you haven't heard it before. So boys, a big part of what Echo is now is. Well, it's not a big part of Echo, but it's it's growing, and that is the swag. Boys, when when did swag come into play at Echo? I can remember when they first asked to do it. I think it was about, I want to say, number six or number seven. I got approached. I was a seller at the day, and I got approached by the admin. They were putting together a card set, so nine images of Star Wars. I think they were serial packets, and then you turned them over, and on the back it made a great big Echo Live picture when you had them all put together and i was part of that chase um i had the ig cards and i think that was the first one where they were really really promoting let's let's do swag so i think the swag's growing on that first of all let's talk about our swag mark you designed our swag and i would say it was a massive massive success we had people head to our stand for the swag people came over that i didn't know that were asking about the swag they'd seen it on facebook Tell us about our swag. I based it on, uh, as I previously men- mentioned, that it was based on the uh, original Paltoy Boba Fett mailer that was around back in the day. Uh, but this time with Dengar, and I reutilised um, a Dengar illustration that uh, Dan Turl had done, an airbrushed one, which was based on the, uh, the original one from the adverts. And we did a little A5 flyer 
and uh, a little sticker, a little colour sticker. Um, and yeah, they, they went down an absolute storm. The first few hours, it, it seemed like everybody was heading headed for our our stand and uh, where, where can we get one, where can we get one? And as soon as I brought them out on top of the table, it seemed like two or three more people then headed over and said, oh, can I have one of those? And you can have one, absolutely no problem at all, but let's have some donations in the jar. And uh, we managed to raise on the day £157 for the Echo charity. And then I had some left over because I promised the Palatoy group, Star Wars Palatoy Collector group, that we would, um, if there was any left over after the event, I would make a handful uh, available on the group and managed to raise, believe it or not, another £204 on top of the 157, so uh, £360-odd that we raised for the Echo-based charity, which is a fantastic amount of money. They really did go down a storm. It is something that we want to do going forward. All in all, about about 360 quid raised off those. Yeah, and going back to what you said about the when the swag sort of came into being, uh, those cards that you were talking about, the serial cards, that was the one that I did, the IG88 one. How was it? Yeah, what a coincidence. No, I didn't know that was you that's done that, and I had it on my stand, Mark. Yeah, it was uh, Iggy, Iggy Pops, and it was uh, I, I was part of a, a little group of artists that were responsible for putting those serial packs together. I think somebody at a Celebration had done one similar before in the past, and they'd done like a series of little mock-up you know cereal boxes and uh i came up with the idea well let's let's do that let's do them as trading cards and um the, the idea then rolled on from that and uh, it went down an absolute storm that one did and i think it's gathered pace ever since which is great when these things are grow organically like that yeah yeah definitely if you if you go to farthest from or echo i think we agreed that we would always have a, a certain piece of swag dedicated to our stand at that event and which we would try to raise money for charity. I think that's a great, you know, structure going forward with those two events because they both support charity so, so well. So uh, look out for more designs in the future from Mark on those. What swag did we see? Joe, what, in the morning we'd set up, it was before it opened, and I was standing chatting to, to Lee Bullock, and Michael Peter pops over. It gives me a chocolate cupcake with General Medine's face on sugar paper on the top. I mean, great, great little thing to open with. He said, here's your breakfast. He had, you know, cases of 12, so 12, 24, whatever he had in there. A great, great idea. He's part of the, the, Medine, the Medine Facebook group. And, uh, you know, I, I just thought that's, that's brilliant. So what other swag did you boys see? Was, was Michael Peter the guy that had the uh, fake UKG or Cass grading? He did as well. Yes, you're right. He did have these fake. Uh, they went down as, as one of my favourite pieces of swag ever. That is right. The naught percent, the not rate, naught rating for, to yeah. put in your own grade, your own mock uh, mint on cards. Yeah. And the, the, the other good piece of swag was uh, there was a, a, a chap going around with, and I, I, my sincere apologies, I forget his name, but he was uh, going around with his daughters, and one of them was dressed as Leia Bespin, and she was handing oh, out little, um, uh, placemats with the Bespin-inspired patterns on. They the some work went into those. I mean, that they were absolutely brilliant. And uh, the, the costumes were great. And the, the, the swag was just fantastic. And all, they were all tied up with a little bow. I mean, just 
just amazing. It was it was lovely. That little uh, best Leah came up to me at the end of the day and just sort of handed it to me, and it was just so sweet. And like you say, they're really nice, like classy. <laughs> you know, it's not it's not tat. So they to describe them, they all had a texture. So they had the gantry sides from the from the jewel scene. There was the carbon freeze lights. There was that kind of Art Deco-y uh, sculptural corridor panel. And then the fourth one was was the pattern of, of Leah's Bespin gown, but the vintage version. Really, really good. You'd, yeah, absolutely. You I, could I, sell them, you know, in a shop. <laughs> they were that good. 100%. Yeah, I mean, brilliant. And the, the other one that really sort of stood out for me was um, Paul Smith's little girl. Uh, she collected a load of pebbles and drawn little stormtrooper faces on the pebbles. Really? So each one was different. She got like a little wooden box and uh, she was handing out these pebbles to people who wanted them. And what sort of struck with, struck me was it's great to see children being involved at this time. They must have really enjoyed putting these things together and, and handing them out. Yeah. That's really sweet. I didn't see any of that. <laughs> I didn't see uh, the the cupcake. I saw the photograph, which we put the pebbles. No, I didn't see. Uh, and the, the beer mats, I think I'd seen there was an advanced sort of sneak peek, which someone had put on uh, Facebook. Brilliant. Love the imagination. I ended up getting a um, poster. The, um, the Vintage Rebellion guys had a, a poster, a take on the sort of Beatles uh, album cover. Uh, I didn't see anything else, though. But then again, it was just, you know, everything was such a blur, wasn't there? There was so much going on. To be fair, most of the swag I experienced through the medium of photographs of people's beds with it all, <laughs> with it all laid out. Because, <laughs> um, like, you, I mean, when we're there on the day, it's quite hard, isn't it, mm. to, you know, to take it all in and, and, and swoop all this stuff up. I think the, t- the Toys of Tatooine CFAX postcard looked quite interesting i saw the preview of that but it was all blurred out so i didn't quite get the uh get what the gags were i don't know if anyone else saw that oh i did see that so ben potter i think had done those and yeah. each page was kind of what's quite commonly laughed about on echo so unless you're on echo a lot they may go over your head but they were um yeah yeah there was there was some good stuff and uh long may that continue i mean there was a lot of lot of pins going around as well i think um came home with quite a few badges so um yeah definitely definitely some fun swag so let's go over to another interview jez you caught up with dan ad and uh, let's hear what he had to say about his echo experience wait there's something very weak coming through sir i am fluent in six million forms of communication this signal is not used by the alliance it could be an imperial code Dan, great to see you. How are you doing? You alright? Definitely uh, someone who I've seen on circuit before. Dan AD. Right, so you're here at Echo. Uh, and you've already done a donation. Yes, the absolutely. You've got the swag, so wonderful. Yep. Thank you so much. Pleasure. Dan, what are you collecting in general? Uh, I focus on stormtroopers. Right, okay. Uh, Attack drivers. And I'm trying to do a Palatoy 12 back budget run. A Palatoy 12-back budget run. Now, you don't hear those, no. those uh, words in well, the, well, yeah. These days, to do a, you know, a, a, a mint on card Palatoy run, you're talking... Oh, lots you know, lots. Mortgage sort yeah, of stuff, absolutely. aren't you? Really? Yeah, yeah. So, um, to do it on a budget, when from a display point of view, if, you know, cut bubbles and things yeah. like that, Retail, from yeah. a distance, you couldn't tell the difference, really, yeah. on some of them. Some of them are so good that you couldn't tell the difference. It's all original stuff, so I'm trying to do it on that run. Stormtroopers, at our drivers, I'm doing mint, mint okay. carded... Uh, etc. So, Stormtrooper, I've done. I've, right. I've done a full run. I'm sitting at home. Uh, Attack drivers, there's a couple I'm missing. So, okay. you come to these places, and um, 
hopefully you find what you're looking for. So the helmeted bad guys. Absolutely. So next yeah, yeah, yeah. to trickle in there yeah. will probably be TIE fighter pilot one day. Or maybe, maybe Snowtrooper next, right, I think, okay, or something. Yeah. But yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. If, if I finish at that driver, you never know. Right. So you, have, you, have you had a good look around yet at the moment? Um, not too much recently, no. I've been here a little while, but right, um, okay. I've got to finish up. It takes a while. So much to see. So, it's know, good. Yeah, brilliant. Budget, but yeah, yeah. Mate, listen, have a great day. Thank uh, you, you if too. If you get something which you think, oh, yeah, yeah, that's really, really done it, mm. come over and show us. That'll be really, yeah, we'll really do. Good no worries. Thank you so much. Have Pleasure. a really good day. You too. Take care. The charity fundraising, Mark's just, uh, just alluded to what we contributed. But, I mean, there was all sorts going on there with the raffle and stuff. What did they make on the day? Jez, I'm going to hand over to you here. Charity fundraising. What did Echo hit yeah. this time? So Echo continued to knock it out of the park. You know, we spoke in the sort of pre-event about what they've done in the past. You know, the, the scores of thousands of pounds. Now this year it's for the whole children's charity. And they put a post on uh, showing that they had £3,020 in total, which included our initial 157.34 so 3020 including half sort of first half of the swag there was additional donation by a uh, gentleman and then mark added the extra 204 pounds which uh, which came from our additional swag sale so yeah in total 3224 of which we had over 361 of that so over 10 percent of the entire fundraising came from the Generation Skywalker booth, which I think, you know, well done. And, and Mark in particular, I think that's absolutely outstanding. But yeah, to raise over £3,000, that's from the vendor sales, the raffle which they were doing, and vendor contributions, etc. Well done, Echo. Really, really good job for the uh, whole Children's University. All troop carriers will assemble at the north entrance. The heavy transport ships will leave as soon as they're loaded. Only two fighter escorts per ship. The energy shield can only be opened for a short time, so you'll have to stay very close to your transports. Two fighters against a Star Destroyer? The ion cannon will fire several shots to make sure that any enemy ships will be out of your flight path. When you've gotten past the energy shield, proceed directly to the rendezvous point. Understood? Yeah. Good luck. Okay, everybody to your station. Let's go. Brilliant, brilliant work, Echo, and it's uh, it's fantastic to see. Uh, what about the raffle? Uh, Jez, you you said you want I won something yeah. as well, but uh, <laughs> once again, Drew Teg had a, a display cabinet in there, which is a brilliant prize, a brilliant prize for anybody that gets pulled out first. But but Jez, your obsession continued with that <laughs> raffle, didn't it? Yeah, well, that sucked me in the Drew Teg cabinet. I was like, right, I am right. Here's my money because they are beautiful cabinets, so well put together. But yeah, they were they were selling raffle tickets and a lot of vendors had just kindly donated um there was just a table full of some people might call it tut or tap but there was there was some you know there was something for everyone there was a whole table of bits so goodness knows how many people won a prize but there were there were dozens of prizes being won in particular you know the, the drew being the, the the main one but they called my name um <laughs> probably about the fourth or fifth and uh, got to the table, they're like, yeah, just choose anything. My eyes were immediately taken to the Rebel Transporter. A boxed Rebel Transporter, no less. Group 7 and 10 will stay behind to fly the speeders. As soon as each transport is loaded, evacuation control will give clearance for immediate launch. Right, sir. So, um, yeah, 
100%, I am going to go there. So I've already got a Rebel Transporter. Uh, for those people who don't know, it was one of the first things which I purchased because it was the uh, it was the ship which I had when I was a kid. And, you know, a lot of this stuff is based on our own experiences and our own nostalgia and stuff. So, um, yes, I've now got two Rebel Transporters, uh, but this one just completes it from a box point of view. Um, with the instructions, the transporter itself is actually, uh, whilst it's almost uh, complete, yeah, it's a, it's a bit dusty, it's a bit grubby, it's a bit dirty. It made me think, actually, I don't know whether or not people will be in absolute disgust with this because I'm using it. Um, I was thinking that I might have this outside my sort of display summer house man cave type area as a flower pot. Right, bear with. If you imagine the whole thing and then it opens at the front and opens at the rear, that could make a really lovely, not even subtle, subtle's not the word because it's just a statement at the base of my summer house, Rebel Transport, a flower pot. Because also, someone who's, you know, likes to grow my own vegetables and <laughs> I've got all my little uh, seeds and all my little bits growing in my sort of mini allotment in my back garden, the actual tray which goes in the Rebel Transport which the figures go in that's an amazing seed tray you know that that's just that's just upscaling and just really making the most of that rebel transport and um there's probably a completely brilliant play on words there which, which at the moment escapes me um, i like it yeah but i just thought that was a lovely seed tray and i can just see a couple little you know nicer flowers coming out of the front and rear just something a bit different because People just see these hulks, don't they, in the, in the shells, and they do nothing with it. Millennium Falcon, Millennium Falcon hull, that could just make a, a wicked flower pot in someone's back garden. And there we go. I digress. Thank you. Um, lovely prize. I was well chuffed. You need some nasturtiums because they're like yes. yellow and orange and red, and they look like it's it's exploding. They look like a little bloom of flame. <laughs> I, that's yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I'm. You know, watch this space. Mark my words. This robot transport is gonna it's gonna have something in it. It's gonna it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be awesome. Brilliant. Yeah, I'm I'm really chuffed that you got another rebel transport for your thing. In yeah. fact, I've got a nice loose one here, Jez. I might might donate to your um your focus. <laughs> Just have two focuses tonight. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I love them. Sir, rebel ships are coming into our sector. Good. Our first catch of the day. Stand by, ion control. Fire. The first transport is away. The first transport is away. Anyway, uh, so what, what did you win, Stu? Well, I was a bit further down. So when I got up there, this... I. This is obviously, um, I should think, was donated by Michael Havens because it's got a uh, a $300 barcode <laughs> price on the front. But, um, yeah, this, so this is a 1980s Mexican Star Wars Clartu semi-articulated bootleg in grey. They say in grey. I think that the colour's just rubbed off because it's uh, in quite a bad way. It's got no got no leg movement. The only thing that would move are its arms. Um, it is graded a 50, so it, that can tell you the condition. But, um but yeah, out of everything that was left, it was the the most vintagey thing. Quite a nice little item. I will uh, I will put it somewhere 
probably in my new Klaatu focus, as this show's all about <laughs> focuses. Nice. Um, I have always enjoyed Klaatu, yeah. But well done. When I spoke to Wayne Totti in the previous show, he said that they basically go around the vendors, people donate on the day. So, uh, yeah, yeah, there was, a, there was a lot of stuff there. So people all helping out towards that charity. So let's head over to another couple of interviews. We've got Jess talking to Nick Dykes, and I caught up briefly with Mr. Echo himself again, Adam Pemberton. All right, boys, keep tight now. Luke, I have no approach vector. I'm not set. Steady, Dak. Attack pattern Delta. Go now. All right, coming in. Okay, so just seen him, just grabbed Nick Dykes. I've seen his stall. Again, classic, amazing stall. Nick, trader from Echo, from Father's From, and now also representing Vectis. Nick, mate, tell me about your day. How's it going? Yeah, it's been really, really good. Um, the stall's gone really well. Loads of sales. I've uh, done a fair bit of promotion for Vectis and um, taken some submissions in. Some really nice stuff. I've got a couple of people to see later on with even more stuff. So, yeah, everything's been pretty chaotic but in a good way brilliant okay so let's let's just park your stall just for a second because what i want to do is talk to you about vectis and about the upcoming uh, or forthcoming rather uh, auctions that we've got what do people need to keep an eye out for what, what are the dates and, and what we've got well we've got um the next tv and film sale is on the um 25th of april right um that's um quite specialist uh from a vintage star wars point of view there's, uh, I think it's about 450 lots altogether, right. but there'll be a good 50% of that is all vintage Star Wars carded figures, etc. Uh, and then there's a, a really good mix of, of um, other sort of early 70s, 80s toys, there's some Micronauts, some GI Joe, some Action Force. So yeah, it's a, it's a really good varied sale. 25th of April, you say, yeah? 25th. 25th of April, so just check it out, Vectis. People will find it, people can check it out in advance and have a little look. Because I'm always finding these things. People are like, oh, did you see the Vectors auction yesterday? And I'm like, oh no, I need to know in advance. So, yeah, well, yeah. there it is. Yeah. There it is. You just got to go on the website and there it is in black and white. But um, yeah, there's, there's plenty going on up there at the moment. Let's go back to this Echo then. So, I mean, I've only been, this is my third Echo. I've never seen anything like this. The amount of vintage in one area. Oh, I mean, without a shadow of a doubt, it's it's got to be consistently the best Star Wars show in Europe. Um, it's just it, it's well organised, it's well run. There's plenty of traders. There's loads of choice, and you, you know there's something for something for everybody's budget as well. You can come in and buy some of the five pounds and the stuff with ticket price of twenty five thousand. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just sort of eye watering money on some stuff, but there's a lot a lot of varied choices. I mean, it's a fantastic show. Yeah. It is the one to if you if you're gonna if you're gonna go to a Star Wars show, this is the one to come to. Best in Europe, you said it. I mean, and also, bottom line is, we all kind of feel good about it afterwards as well because, again, like the, all these things like Barbara Strum, Echo, you know that there's a big charity element to this as well. So lots of money being raised for charity. Oh yeah, I mean that that just sort of puts the cherry on top of the cake. You know, there's a lot of good causes supported through what the you know what the uh, Echo admin guys do. Listen, buddy, listen, I know that you've got a busy day, you're wandering around, having a look for yourself, sorting out your store, sorting out Vectis. It's been a busy day for you, so hopefully you're going to have a good night tonight, or...? Well, actually, we're straight home. Straight it's my, home. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've had to sneak out. It's my, miss, my wife's birthday today. Oh, right, so, okay. <laughs> yeah, right. We're, we're straight home. Fortunately, she's got friends coming around, so I, 
but yeah, I've, I've got to put an appearance at some point. Right. So no night out for me, I'm afraid. Well, I, I hope you go home with some good takings. Great to see you, and uh, best of luck with the Vectis auction on the 25th of April. It's always a pleasure, Jess. Nice Thank time. you very much, Cheers, mate. Dude. Cheers. Echo Station 3TA. We have spotted Imperial Walker. Imperial Walker is on I'm so happy I've managed to grab Adam Pemberton. Adam. Hello. Brilliant. This space is brilliant. Better than what you expected? Yeah, everybody seems happy with the day. Traders are all happy. Punters are all happy. I'm happy. I've You're happy. Everyone has praised it as a space and an event again. Just gets bigger and bigger, and you're never going to be able to stop this now. We said that last night. Yep, and all that pressure. Best one yet. Got to do better again. Bleed me dry. My God. See what I can do. October's going to be immense, listeners. Absolutely immense. But what do you think? Any IG stuff out there? Yes, yeah, yeah, plenty. Uh, this guy has made a really nice sort of handmade one, a model maker. I've seen a few of the bits and pieces. I've been getting a few upgrades from a '96 run. Spent a bit of money. Not broke yet. Result. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so you're going back around again, just picking it up now. Oh yeah, yeah. you've got to do the uh, towards the end of the day discount run as well, haven't you? Yeah. Going all right at the other end. The echo tables. Yeah, yeah. Raffles going well. Loads oh, yeah, of good prices on that. It's a very good question. You know, you need to get them soon though. I think it's about. Yeah. I think it might be three o'clock. Right. But yeah, they're going super fast. There's some great stuff on there. Yeah, I see. You. Look up there. There's some good donations Definitely. up there. Yeah. Well, thank you, mate. And, You're uh, very can't welcome. Wait, can't wait for the announcement for October. No, no. I'll be, be on Echo tomorrow morning. Watch this space. No, <laughs> give, give me a couple of days to not think about it, and then I'll come back to you. Well, enjoy putting the tables away. I will. <laughs> you can oh, always stay. Yeah, we'll put you away. <laughs> Good man. Cheers, mate. Thank Perfect. you. <laughs> you got your clearance to leave. Don't worry, I'll leave. First, we're going to get you your ship. Your Highness, we must take this last transport. It's our only hope. Send all troops with Sector 12 to the south pole to protect the fighter. Ah! Imperial troops have entered space. Imperial troops have entered. As the thing continues to grow, cosplaying again is there. I love seeing the cosplaying. love seeing the characters. Always puts a smile on your face when you turn around. And uh, I think at one point we had a rebel commando. Uh, kind of leaning against the wall, looking exhausted near our table, or Darth Vader's just popped out to the toilet. I mean, all that kind of thing's brilliant. But cosplaying, someone someone talk to me about cosplaying. Craig's video catches it beautifully as everything going on and the hustle and bustle. But we had a gang there, Reaper Squad. So the Reaper Squad were there amongst loads of others. I mean, don't get me wrong, there were a lot of people turning up and, and doing their own thing. But we had a Vader, we had Empire Royal Guard, there was a Fett. There's a TIE fighter pilot, there was a Jawa. As you say, there was a Rebel Commando. Uh, we've already spoken about the Leah Bespin. Brilliant. There was a couple of mini Darth Vaders, and I saw a Stormtrooper um, sort of um, going around as well. So, yeah, good mix of people um, just doing their thing. And it's great to see that gang, uh, the Reaper Squad. So, uh, thanks ever so much for everyone who came in costume and just, yeah, just made it that little bit. You know, more special with regards to Star Wars. It's uh, it's what it is. It was brilliant to see. Really was. Yeah, love it. It's um, it does it does just make an event, doesn't it? Just seeing a few characters and 
the kids will love it as well. It's uh... an environment like that in a shopping centre on a Saturday where there's going to be lots of people who aren't there for the event, you know, and they're yeah. they're wandering around in support of some of the props that they had out. So the the, the prop displays of the Ewoks and the droids were quite some way away from where we were downstairs in the lower in the lower shopping centre. So you know, together that really creates an atmosphere and and drives maybe passing trade into the event as well. I think you're absolutely right. I think you've got a point. We tend to probably take it for granted now in some respects we see it so often don't we as those who are immersed in that world all the time and in some cases have participated ourselves but yeah as you say for the passing trade and for the others and for the children you know for the next generation coming in i think it's brilliant so important exactly exactly let's go on to someone who does mention cosplay in their interview and that is phil parker and i know jez he was someone that helped you with the running Stormtrooper at the time. So it'd uh, be interesting to hear what he was got to say. Give the evacuation code signal. And get your transports. Oh, wait for me. Begin retreat. Hey, just see a familiar face. Phil Parker, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good, Jess. Yourself? Yeah, very yeah. well, thanks very yeah. much. It's great to see you. Yeah, likewise. So, you're here at Echo Live. Now, I've known you now for, oh, since 2016, mm. as someone who's massively into the cosplay as well as collecting and everything. Not doing cosplay today? No, no. Not at the moment, anyway. No, no. Right, okay. But you do, you, you still actively do some? Um, off and on, to be honest. Um, I think COVID sort of put a block on it, and I think a lot of people, including myself, we sort of got used to not right, cosplaying, okay. yep. but it's starting to pick up again. You know, we had MegaCon the other week at Birmingham, uh, so yeah, the whole sort of routine is is kicking into touch, especially you know with like the people who I cosplay with Rebel Legion. Um, yeah proper picking up again which is good to see see here today echo is a collector yeah amazing yeah right so what is it you're looking for i mean hang on a second first of all <laughs> how many echoes have you been to uh this is actually my first one right. just okay. yeah 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 this uh, is my first initial one. impressions uh really good yeah real good i just wish i'd have brought three or four times the amount of money <laughs> that i did bring yeah, yeah. okay yeah. So have you, have, you, have you purchased anything? Yet? Yeah, I've, uh, I've picked up a complete boxed Return of the Jedi Falcon. Nice. Um, a Darth Vader NPC TIE Fighter model. A mm-hmm. um, couple of packs of Return of the Jedi series trading cards. They were out and about. Um, yeah, and a few bits and bobs. I've done a bit of swap trading as well, you know, brought a few things with me. So, yeah. Nice, you've been busy already. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Mate, it's uh, brilliant to see you. Um, and, uh, yeah, if you, if you, is that you nearly complete now? Or? Uh, I think I'll hang around, you know, just in case something new pops up yeah. on a table. You need to do a um, run. Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. See what I can get with my dwindling funds now. <laughs> Listen, buddy, look, it's great to see you. Yeah, really likewise, is. mate. And, really uh, good. Look after yourself. Yeah, and, you uh, too. Probably see you at the next Echo Live, yeah. which will probably yeah. get announced within the next week or so, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Adam, spill the beans. As soon as we're out the door, they'll announce yeah, it. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. All right, mate. Great to Lovely. see you. Lovely. All right, I'm coming in. Harvey, you still with me? Boys. There was other stuff going on there. I mean, we haven't spoke about the guests. Me and Mark went over to meet Femi Taylor, 
Mark had his brilliant, brilliant print of the Lair of the Rancor framed up. She's always fantastic value for me, Taylor. If you ever get a chance to meet her, she's she's wonderful. Uh, Mark, she was brilliant, wasn't she? She looked amazing. She was uh, an, an absolute delight to, to talk to and, and, and deal with. And she was very accommodating. Um, I, I explained to her that I, I, I was responsible for the print. She said, oh, I've got one of these at home. So that made me... Uh, uh, feel exceptionally proud that she'd actually got one of my prints um, and um, I, I explained to her what I wanted to do I said if you can just hold the print like you are in the um, picture and I will come over the back of you like the um, the rancor and, and snarl and uh, she sort of uh, <laughs> she was very accommodating so yeah made made a great picture and um, yeah she was she was brilliant yeah all the guests there Again, you know, echoes something that they've they expanded on year on year is the guests lineup. They they try and bring uh, different guests in. Uh, you know, some are repeats, but some are you know as the as you would call fresh to to the market. <laughs> uh, but there was a good lineup. I thought it was brilliant. Um, I went and met Paul Blake again because my my son, you know, he wants to collect autographs. So. Uh, I went and got him Greedo. Always good to chat to him. He's another one that's always uh, forthcoming with stories and really open with stories. I'm sure they all are. I didn't, I didn't speak to all of them. They looked like they were having a good, a good time. The first transport is away. But um, they do do a great job and long may that continue. I think that's another fantastic part of the event. Obviously, you've got Andrew Lorden did his lightsaber training i thought that was brilliant seeing the kids and a few adults all getting involved in that and uh enjoying themselves and obviously you had the evening i know the echo did a massive a massive meal themselves and we're not drinking but uh, i think there was about 16 18 of us mark we went for a, a curry in a place which doesn't have a bar so you had to get your beers from next door and uh it was a great curry actually i will will say it was it was a beautiful curry but um yeah a few beers and then back to the hotel and it's just nice to see people. I mean, there was people there I hadn't seen for ages. Rogue three. Copy, Rogue leader. Wedge, I've lost my gunner. You'll have to take this shot. I'll cover for you. Set your harpoon. Follow me on the next pass. Coming around, Rogue leader. Steady, Rogue two. Activate harpoon. Good shot, Jensen. So the final two interviews, first of all, uh, Jez, you got to speak with Lee Gregory. Lee is doing these vintage inspired play sets and people may have seen them. He had a, a place on the end of the Vintage Rebellion table. Um, and Jez, you have also received one of these in the post, which you did an unboxing video of. So go and check that out over on our YouTube channel. Um, so you got to speak to him. And at the end, I spoke to Michael Havens, who travelled over from Nashville to be at Echo. We speak a little bit about Echo, but uh, he tells us a bit about his event coming up at the end of April, the ICC event. We will be getting him on to speak about that a bit more in the future. So let's go over to those two interviews. One more pass. Coming around. One. People out. Let her go. Detach cable. Cable detached. 
So I'm joined by Lee Gregory of Halley Toys. Now you remember that recently Lee sent me the uh, prototype of, of one of his Star Wars. What do you call them? Yeah, kind of uh, collector's stand, play set, call what you want. Diorama, yeah. all works for me. Yeah. I mean, Lee, as you know, we're massive fans of your work. You've got them over here now. And in fact, the uh, the prototype just moved on and on and on. So we've now got four scenes over there that I can see. So talk me through them. Um, so you had the original one, which... Yes, we've got the Death Star control room, yeah. uh, which originally went out the one you got as a white version. It was going to be red at first, but then we thought, I've got a waste of plastic here. So we decided, well, I decided with a guy I'm working with to add on the tractor beam. Yes. So yeah, yeah. never got it, so now we've got it. If, if it's there, it's available for people. Yeah. All blends in nicer to the, uh, the vintage theme as well. And uh, from there, I thought, well, what else have we got? We've not got a back to tank. Yep. Well, well, now we have. That's brilliant. And also a place to park your uh, taunt on as well next to it. So yep. he looks pretty good. And then, well, uh, Alderan is being destroyed. Uh, we've now got a play set for that. Right, okay. And let, before we go on to talk about the fourth one, the artwork on that Alderaan one, that's brilliant. Tell me about that. Yeah, well, again, it's everything I try to do, it's, it's a nod to it. It's not customised, it's a kind of pays homage to things like Letra Set. Uh, the Palatoy Death Star works come from that as well. A bit of the Kenner Death Star. So I've blended them all together. It's kind of, you know, merged in. I mean, the, the, the spectacular thing there is that explosion of Alderaan being blown up. Yeah. And that's come straight out of the, the letter sets, uh, you know, transfer. Um, ah, right, fantastic. Yeah, okay. what do we call it? Rub down transfers, yeah. weren't they? Yeah. So that came from that, and then it just clicked after that. I've had to kind of do a bit of bit of moving things around and reshaping things, but the way it looks at the minute, at the four, before, yeah. you know, that's my favourite. So it. that's vintage artwork? Yes. Or, or, or on that modern piece? Yeah. Fantastic, you're absolutely right fills the blanks and the way you've got that um, set up with Leah and, and the Death Squad commanders there and Darth Vader I think a modern Tarkin Is that, yeah the yeah. modern Tarkin yeah he's got brilliant, a go on there yeah. brilliant but, but the, on the, uh, on the for the Leah is my original Leah from 1978 the first I ever bought right and she's been all the way on to my wedding cake she's got my wedding cake nice. and now she's modelling that as well Fantastic. so she's brilliant. got a good story that one yeah. okay so there's a fourth one as well there is yeah there's the Emperor's Throne Room yeah. which was an obvious one that should have got made oh, no. didn't it happen well now it has yeah again so artwork again inspired by and taken from uh, various uh, vintage uh, play sets or dioramas or whatnot and if it fits, I can use it and I can blend it in. We can make anything that, that, that never got made. That's, that's the key to it. So these are great play sets, which, as you said, you said to me earlier on that they fill the gaps. Yeah. They fill the gaps and allow people to be able to, to, to display their stuff. I mean, these fit ideally into tall cabinets, they fit on shelves. They're really, really great. You, you've definitely got a place in the market, I think, for these. I've been overwhelmed today. Yeah, I brought some um, flyers down. And they've all gone. I mean, I should have printed 100 off. You know? So I started a Facebook group on it as well, Pally Toys on Facebook. You can follow me on there if you like. Initially, I wanted 50 people. Well, I'm over 400 people now. Yeah. And that's worldwide. And I've got people, you know, helping me from around the world too, giving me advice and helping me box art and stuff. When the box is done, the first one's ready to go. The, the, uh, the uh, Death Star control room, that, that's, that's ready to, to move very quickly. Um, and if that one does well, then the others follow on, you know, Brilliant. and other ideas I've got in my head as well, which other gaps. campaigns and various things. It'd be like a kickstart, I imagine a kickstarter first, yeah. Brilliant. I'm pretty certain I've got the numbers there to do it justice and, and to oh, move fantastic. it. So, and then, yeah, there's other ideas that are in my head. 
yeah, other gaps. Yeah, other yeah, gaps. Endor functions, blah, blah, blah. You've said blah, blah. one there before you used to say that, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, and it, uh, yeah. carbonite, uh, you know, uh, having carbonite being put into his uh, carbonite chamber would be a pretty good one to have, wouldn't it? Maybe a Lars homestead. Yeah. Who knows? You oh, know, well, if anyone can do it, you can. Well, hopefully. Mate, it's been brilliant. Uh, Echo, first one? I mean, second one. Second one, second yeah. One, yeah. Well, I came down last time and I had. Oh, uh, of course you did. I did. I brought down the um, Bespin inspired, uh, sorry, Palatine inspired Bespin playset yeah. based on the Action Force HQ. Yeah. And I probably started with the hardest one first. Right. So that's if you know if these do go well, it will lead up to that. Oh, that's mate. still the one I want to get done more than anything else. But that's well, we all wish the you the really best. You know, Thank you very have much. Have a great day today. Cheers. And uh, great, great to see you. All right. Thanks very Take much for your time. Cheers. Watch that crossfire, boys. Sit for position three. Steady. Stay tight and low. Right, delighted to welcome Michael Havens. Michael, Echo Base UK. You've come all the way from Nashville. How have you found it? Oh, I absolutely love it. The amount of uh, vintage Star Wars in this building is phenomenal. The, uh, the rare pellet toys that seem to be at everybody's table are awesome. I, uh, I love England too, man. I'm a big fan of the Crunchy Bar, so you can only get them here. <laughs> yeah, Bitter Lemon's good. my favorite. We can't get that there either. But no, I've had a great time, and the best part about it is running into all the different collectors and people from all the different Facebook groups that you finally get to put a face to. Exactly, yeah. All these people that you talk to all the time. Um, did you buy anything? I mean, we've just been talking. There's more <laughs> of course. vintage stuff here. <laughs> yeah, of course. I bought a bunch of stuff. I got a bunch of Palatoy mini rigs I wanted. Um, I've been buying up loose bovas just because I always buy loose bovas and I can't walk past them. It's a problem I have. Uh, but no, there's there's tons of awesome stuff. I'm still thinking on a couple actually right across from where we are. There's uh, that booth. <laughs> and there's yeah. a bunch of Palatoy on there that I've been really thinking about a few of them. But they are, they're, uh, they're not expensive for what they are, but they're expensive items. So you got to kind of chew on those kind of things a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah. You don't pull the trigger on eight grand like instantaneously. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've just said you come from Nashville. When yeah. did you arrive? How long did it take uh, you to get over? Well, we uh, left Nashville at, shoot, uh, 9 in the morning on Thursday. We arrived to Redditch at, uh, shoot, 2 p.m. on Friday. Oh, wow. So, like, I back? don't even know. We go back Monday morning first thing. Right. So and we so should be back Monday night because we gained seven hours on the way back. Yeah. That's a, lo that's a long way for a weekend away. Yeah, but you know what? No no distance is too long for vintage Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I mean, you have your own convention, the ICCC. Yep. Yep. I've put enough C's on that. Three C's. <laughs> yeah, yep. three C's. <laughs> that's coming up soon, April 29th. Yeah, April 29th through May 1st. So, so yeah. three-day event now. Three-day event. Growing all the time. It's gotten, gotten a lot bigger. Big guest stars now. We got Ian McDermott and Anthony oh, Daniels and Ahsoka's coming, Ashley Eckstein. We got uh, Obi-Wan and Matt Lantner also, who plays Anakin. Got a lot of really good guest stars this year. And the vintage, it's very much like this, where it, a little bit bigger, of course, but um, very much like this, where the vendors, they're focused on what we collect. You know what I yeah. mean? It's not a bunch of junk or a bunch of bean juice and ginseng gum yeah. it's like toys they're, they're there for the reason yeah. they know what they're there for so. we're all going there for toys not uh, Singapore Airlines booths <laughs> it's growing and growing each year isn't it oh, yeah, the event man. gets better and better got any um, expert talks in there while you're at it uh, yeah absolutely we actually have five Kenner employees that will be coming oh, wow. out um, and we have Ron Rudat who invented the G.I. Joe Cobra insignia and then we have John Pomeroy who did uh, Land Before Time he's a cartoonist oh, right, for all that um, but no the Kenner guys we have Ooh, 
Jim Swearingen, who pretty much got the entire Kenner line um, by reading the original script and saying we have to make these. Uh, he also made the Kit Bash Boba Fett that we all want. Um, we also got uh, Tom Osborne. We got uh, Nancy Flanagan. Nancy made uh, like the original sculpt of Wicket. And um, Steve Getz, who's actually, they are actually going to do a panel where one of them sculpts an actual figure and teaches you how to sculpt a figure live on stage. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be really neat. We like to dive into the actual manufacturing pro process and the originators of this hobby because it came from somewhere and these guys had the imagination yeah, first, it. which gave us our imagination. Yeah, yeah, spanned a generation after generation. Yeah. Well, Mike, that sounds amazing. Thank um, you. I'd love to have you on properly for maybe a proper interview. Yeah, we'll, absolutely, we'll brother. Into it, but, um, yeah. Hope everything goes well with ICCC. Thank and you, you so have much. a safe journey home, mate. I appreciate it, bro. Great to see you over here. And thanks for having me on. And thank yeah. you very much for covering it, man. More people have to know. Come on out to Echo. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to come across to um, Yeah, come on down, ICC. man. I mean, You'll love it. Just, uh, I'll give you a press badge. You'll be able to sneak yeah, in and it's interview a, them. It's a wonderful, just even the area. I'd love yeah. to have a national Nashville is really good for yeah. our our age group. Yeah. It's a lot of rooftop bars, and the bars are open till 4 a.m. So it's the right <laughs> I'm spot. I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mike, thank you so Thanks much. Thanks so much, mate. brother. I appreciate you being on. Soon. Thank you very much. Yeah, lovely. Thank you, mate. Thanks, bro. Bobby, I've been hit. So, boys. Brilliant, brilliant event. Um, I hope we've captured it in some of those interviews today. Uh, since the show has finished, the next event has been announced. So, uh, Jez, when's the next event? So, the next event is on the 1st of October, Saturday, the 1st of October, 2022. And uh, hopefully, yeah, same location, definitely in Redditch. Well, there you go. 1st of October. I, I really, really cannot emphasise how fantastic this event is. If you're a Star Wars collector, if you're a Star Wars fan... Bring your family, bring yourself, bring yourself and check in for a couple of nights. You you won't be disappointed. It's in the middle of the country. There's nowhere that's more than five hours away from that place. So so get involved. Seriously, there was uh, Milan and, and another chap from flowing in from Sweden. There's people coming from all over the place and it really is worth worth the travel. I mean, it's um you will not be disappointed. Um, all of you boys planning to go? Booked, ready to go. Unfortunately, I can't go to the next one. Obviously, I, I didn't stay the night this time because I had a, another event to go to on Sunday, unfortunately. But it's the uh, it's the day before the London Marathon. And um, and I'm doing that again this year. So yeah, I'm going to miss it, but I'll be with you in spirit. I will be there. Me too, me too. I have, uh, I have since uh, we last spoke, I have also booked. So um, I will be there as well. Cannot wait. Really am looking forward to it. Don't worry, Arthur. We're going. We're going. It's a shame you're not going to be there again, Jez. Yeah, I'm gutted. Damn the second hobby of mine of running and fitness. <laughs> Can you just can you just run around the event a few times? <laughs> I've done that before. <laughs> well, there you there you have, you have indeed, you have. But um, but boys, great event. Really enjoyed it. Go and check out our YouTube channel, enhanced version of all our shows. 
unboxing videos which we've spoken about tonight but also our little it's only a couple of minutes long but go and have a look at our echo live video that craig put together it gives you a, a, a kind of a quick grasp of that event and um it really is fantastic go over and check us out on social media uh, facebook twitter and instagram search for generation skywalker and if you're on facebook go and add yourself to our uh, facebook group we are generation skywalker where we try to get discussions going in there um, come and raise one yourself i mean it's a open forum there and it's it's for everyone to talk about anything star wars and of course check out our show find us on any any podcast provider so much to get involved in with generation skywalker but boys love the event love seeing you all again i can't wait to see you all again and do it all again wherever it may be but it is for the show good night from craig cheerio good night from mark good night it's good night from jez good night everyone and it is good night from me we're generation skywalker <laughs>